this is Deborah Anderson, the Black Woman Animator, coming back to you with another video. And this is my movie review of the animated, not live action, Lion King 2019. So they started the movie off right with the na so because everybody was saying if they did not start the movie off right, if they did not start the movie off right, <laughs> there was going to be some problems. So first, I want to start off with my thoughts about the style, color, and character design. So the realism was cool, but real life has so many muted colors. I felt like the movie looked like my freshman year of college like earth tones everywhere <laughs> and so sometimes if you use all the real colors of wildlife it could be very muted every it everything was so brown earth tone they had the like the browns the the greens even the orange of the lion fur was a bit muted and I felt like there were even some bugs that they use, like the beetle scene and the spiders scene. There are like versions of those animals that are have more color that could have provided more uh, liveliness to the scenes. I think they should have either um, consulted some wildlife photographers or at least looked at their images because there are people who take pictures of wildlife, but it's much more contrasty and lively looking everything was just so blah throughout, throughout the throughout most of the movie and so that's something that i didn't like about the style the realism that they were going for which they succeeded but it took away from the movie for me and then the color palette was not dynamic enough Additionally, the realism took away from that beginning scene where Scar is trying to eat Zazu. I feel like Zazu's facial expressions and body expressions are very important to make that scene funnier. The voice actor delivered the lines, but the way they shot the scene, it wasn't as funny as it could have been. Also, with um, Nala's character design, I felt like when, when you saw close up, Simba and Nala you could distinguish between who was who but on the long shots the character design was not distinguishable enough to um, be able to tell the difference between which one was Simba and which one was Nala which I mean for the scenes where that happened it wasn't that important but I feel like that's a, a big aspect of character design and if you look at the original Lion King, you know, Simba was orange, Nala was like a, a top or a tan color, and no matter how far or how close you were, you were able to tell who was who. The scene towards the end of the movie where Simba comes back to Pride Rock, I feel like that scene would have been more dynamic if the colors of Pride Rock had been more contrasty in the beginning of the film. like. You could tell the difference, but I don't think the difference was as jarring as it could have been. Also, they could have done something with the lighting, like it was sunny outside when Simba came back. It could have probably been more clouds in the area. 
something to kind of distinguish and make Pride Rock look even worse than they made it look. Like you could tell there were carcasses and bones everywhere, but because the whole movie is so muted, or most of the movie is so muted, I feel like that scene was not as dynamic as it could have been. And wholly the I feel like the realism in the movie was more important than it being an animated movie and I think that did the story a disjustice and the voice actors a, a disjustice and where was the fruit at the end of Rafiki's staff that is totally unnecessary purely for nostalgic purposes and I'm sure Dr. John Connie probably told them yeah we don't need no fruit at the end of the staff so but yeah the staff was intricate though Next, I'm going to talk about the posing, animation, and scenes. So at the beginning, the bowing scene, I felt like that was kind of lackluster. In the close-ups, you could see there was synchronized bowing with some of the animals, but especially on the long, that last long shot, I felt like whatever animals were still standing upright, they could have all bowed at the same time, like those last few animals that hadn't um, bowed in the close-up scenes, they all could have bowed at the same time to make it more of a, di a dynamic scene. But they kind of just did a long shot and some of the animals were still jumping up and down and they kind of went to the next scene. And I just like, mm, nah, they should have did that better. Overall, the key poses of the animation were lacking. Uh, I'll put up some images of what I'm talking about, but key poses are dynamic poses that show the action of the character. And in animation, you wanna to try to choose some dynamic and expressive lines of action to exaggerate. And, and that's kind of the point of using animation to do things you don't do in live action and, you, and that humans don't do. So as you can see, like Tom and Jerry, instead of throwing a punch, you bag back and then throw a punch. Or when instead of like going back with a bat to hit something, you go back and stretch and then you hop up and then hit something. So I feel like if you, an example in this movie is if you compare the 2D and 3D scenes of Nala pinning Simba, both as young and old, I feel like the key poses in the 1994 movie kind of show you the power of animation and then just the selection of foreshadowing how when she pinned him when they were young, that's a, a kind of a key moment that you keep in your head so that when, when they meet later in the movie, you know because she pinned him like that, that it was Nala and that clicks in Simba's head. But in this movie, he just has to rely on the fact that the only lioness that could possibly pin him is Nala. And so he recognizes that since she's so strong and pins him that she's probably Nala, which works. But I feel like the dynamic poses kind of pushes it even further. When the line is delivered, I laugh in the face of danger, ha 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 ha. I, that's another place where the posing lacked. I feel like it should have been like, whatever they chose to do, I laugh in the face of danger, but it should have been like a toss back head, ha 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 ha. Like, 
that's the point of animation to have that expressiveness. Um, I did think the Rafiki scene where he was taking the bugs and putting them on the tree and then that the lights that were kind of flashing behind that was a cool scene. Um, it was different from the one in 1994 but I, I felt like they did something cool with it and then the image of Simba came and, and I like that scene. Uh, for Zazu I feel like in general for Zazu it felt like you know when you're listening to a, well people don't do this anymore but when people used to listen to comedy albums like either on a record or on the radio that's how I felt about Zazu like John Oliver is delivering all these awesome lines there's some great jokes but without the expressiveness of the face and the body they kind of fell flat like they were still funny but the facial expressions and body expressions would take it to the next level and make it like laugh out loud funny and I just felt like they didn't do, they didn't do a good job with how they animated Zazu. For the reprimanding scene after they after Mufasa saves Simba and Nala from the hyenas I like the um shot where Simba puts his paw in Mufasa's paw. I think they did that well. And then when it becomes night towards the end of that scene, I feel like they could have done more to illuminate the characters, whether that's like making fireflies fly to illuminate their faces. I think that was a bit too dark and they could have used the power of animation to make that scene better. So shout out to Timon's animator and Pumbaa's animator is in second place but Timon, whoever animated Timon was doing the dang on thing. Um, and then for the Hakuna Matata scene when Pumbaa was prancing to the music that's the style that I was waiting for. Like this is when when they introduced Timon and Pumbaa that's when everything livened up and it became more of an animated movie. Like for the duet earlier in the movie that Simba and Nala had, it was it wasn't that impactful because there was no musicality to any dancing or anything. So when you get to Timon and Pumbaa singing Hakuna Matata, they even did better towards the end of that scene with the older Simba, like his his face being more expressive, his like a huku. Matata. like they did better with animating him so I don't know if there was different animators that animated older Simba because I'm not sure how they split up the work if there was like different scenes or was did somebody stay with the character throughout the whole movie but yeah they did the dang on thing with Timon and Pumbaa was good, pretty good too I like the scene where Zazu helped Nala. I feel like the um, pacing of that scene, the uh, Zazu kind of flying to bring Scar away was a really good scene. And then a nice emotional ending with uh, either Nala or Simba's mom. I feel like character design again could have helped me distinguish who that was. I'm uh, Maybe I could have told, be able to tell by the voice acting, but it was just, they just said Nala, so. It's kind of hard to know if that was Alfred Woodard or who, whoever voiced um, Nala's mom. But that was a, like a nice kind of scene altogether. 
Again, going back to Timon and Pumbaa, their scenes were just so much more dynamic. Uh, when they had the scene where they were eating the bugs and Pumbaa kind of went to eat the bugs and then this is the camera and he kind of encapsulate the camera with his mouth. Like, that is what I wanted. Creativity, like, different. Like, not trying to be like live action. Do different things. And I feel like Seth Rogen and Billy Eichner did great job as the voice actors for Timon and Pumbaa. Um, I think Timon, like Billy Eichner did a really good job. Uh, Seth Rogen's inability to sing was a good character thing. I just like just comparing it to 1994, the fact that Pumbaa's voice was kind of rough but he still could kind of sing was cool but it worked Seth Rogen did his job a good job in this movie I would have liked the initial scene of Simba's hair flying away to be more meaningful um when I saw the hair in the water and that uh I think it was a bug that landed on the hair and then kind of immediately flew away when it when the bug when the hair was in the water I would have liked to have maybe Nala come to the edge of the bank or that of the river and maybe put her put her paw down and then we either pan the camera up to see her face and know that she's kind of close by or um, Nala put her paw down and then her face comes down to the camera and she takes a drink of water. I felt like that scene was kind of meaningless until Rafiki got another piece of the hair. I don't. I think it was a different piece of the hair. And then he's like, "Oh, Simba's still alive." But um, the it was short. But that scene where the bird wife tossed out Simba's hair when the bird husband brought it in, that was hilarious. <laughs> Cause it's like guys be trying. And then women just be like, nah, like, get that out of here. <laughs> like, that's not the material we use for the nest, James. <laughs> but that, I mean, that was such a quick scene, but I audibly laughed at that. <laughs> it was so funny. The scene where Nala was chasing Timon and Pumbaa was awesome. The camera work, the shot selection, the facial and body expressions of all the animals was great. The initial scare of the scene, that it came out of nowhere, that was lit. And I feel like whoever did that scene, whoever did that scene and did the Timon and Pumbaa scene should have did the whole movie. Like, because that was great. That's what animation is about. The he lives in you, remember who you are scene garnered some emotion. Uh, I like that even though it was dark you could see Mufasa in the water when Simba looked down. I wish they would have done a better job with seeing Mufasa in the clouds. Like you could see with they did it with, with the lightning flashing and you could see the hints of Mufasa but I felt like they didn't do what they could have done with the clouds with the shape of Mufasa. I felt like he should have been more prominent and then if you fast forward to the end where they um kind of paid homage to Mufasa again. I wish they had actually put him in the clouds. Maybe he was there, but they didn't, they did 
such a bad job of kind of shaping him I wouldn't have I didn't see him in the clouds at the end if he was there but if they if he wasn't there I wish they would have put him in the clouds at the towards the end when they kind of I think they brought his voice in but um I wish they had done better with that scene and the clouds in that in the um he lives in you scene I feel like they needed to linger on the scene of Scar fighting the hyenas a little bit more like more of when they got to the shadow fighting I feel like they could have kept the camera there a bit longer than they did and at the end when Simba uh, takes back over Pride Rock and then he goes to the end of the ledge they do go to the next scene and it's very flourishing but I felt like when he went to the end of the ledge it could have like immediately brightened and became sunny and then you could have went to the flourishing scene I just felt like that would have been a more dynamic way to shoot that scene now I want to talk about the lip syncing and the voice acting basically the lip syncing was whack I could tell that in the clip that I saw of Simba singing Hakuna Matata and that was going to be the reason I was not going to see Lion King but I felt like I could make a review so I decided to pay my little ten dollars ten eleven dollars and go see Lion King but the lip syncing was horrible uh, when they had open mouth parts that was good just because I guess the natural way a lion's mouth and a lot of the other animals mouths are shaped like when they did like E sounds O sounds like a lot of the open mouth uh, sounds they did well but any of the closed mouth sounds except for Timon and kind of Pumbaa they didn't do a good job so if there was something that needed to say with the M they didn't bring the, the lips together it would have looked unnatural but it's animation so I feel like it's okay but again the realism is what they were going for even though they talked <laughs> but so the lip syncing was kind of lackluster because all of the all of the sounds that go back here were good the like posing of the mouth but if they came up here like mm, anything that need ooh, if you gotta like purse your lips anything that went to the front it was like floaty so I didn't, I didn't like the lip syncing. Chiwetel Ejiofor as Scar really delivered. Uh, he should definitely do more animated voice acting. This clicked when he was telling the hyenas the plan about killing Mufasa. I realized his voice was really fitting for the character. Uh, and John Oliver did a great job as Zazu. And again, like I earlier said, Seth Rogen and Billy Eichner did great as Timon and Pumbaa. I liked Alfred Woodard. She just didn't talk that much. Uh, I feel like Donald Glover as the adult Simba, he did a great job. His voice was not overpowering. And even Beyonce, uh, her voice was not annoying and that it was not overpowering. And what I kind of mean by that, like sometimes... A, a person's voice could be bigger than the character they they're playing so you kind of 
oh, that's Beyonce, that's Beyonce, that's Beyonce, that's Donald Glover, that's Donald Glover, that's Donald Glover. But I feel like they kind of encapsulated the character so much that you could forget who was voicing it. Of course, James Earl Jones, come on. Oh, the fact that they did not have James Earl Jones say brother before he fell. What? <laughs> like, that's the connection. Like, it was still a sad scene, but like when when Scar has his, his uh, paws and he's just like, brother, in the 1994 version, like you can see, okay, Mufasa erroneously thinks he has a connection to Scar as brothers and you can just tell Scar does not care that he is his brother. But they just left that out. Like, who does that? Um, but the scene was still, um, was still uh, good. And something I didn't men mention earlier, uh, when Simba goes to Mufasa after dying, um, I feel like they could have done better with that animation. Because um, when Simba recites the lines, like, I didn't know. I feel like they could have like dropped his head down like in a sad pose like I didn't know but they kind of just left him to be just a lion a, ba a baby cub and just say the line so that's kind of where the animation was lackluster but yeah um, James Earl Jones of course um, anybody else I think the voice actors for the hyenas did an awesome job Florence Kazumba for the voice of Shinzi she did she delivered her lines and was very sinister it's just that the animation style that they had didn't allow her to be as sinister as she could have come came across and then the little quips and scenes with keegan michael key as kamari and then eric andre as azizi they delivered their lines together they did their scenes very well and it just could have been funnier if they did more with the animation. Like they delivered those scenes and they were funny, but it just kind of fell flat because they didn't have the expressiveness that needed to push the jokes a little bit further. But that scene where he was lying, lying too close to him, that was, that was a funny scene. But overall, I think the voice actors in the movie did a very good job. I guess most of Rafiki's spoken lines were for whoever could understand because they didn't have no subtitles or anything. I know Dr. John Connie said that he used a mixture of indigenous languages, so I'm not sure if he was using Afrikaans or Isinkosa, but yeah, I don't know what he was saying. Um, hopefully somebody translates at some point why wouldn't you want people to know what he's saying wasn't what he's saying important and he had less speaking lines i when i looked it up he definitely had less speaking lines and less scenes which is unfortunate because he was a very dynamic character in the 1994 film but maybe dr john connie thought some of the original scenes were too stereotypical or something i i haven't confirmed that but I could see when you're trying to be more more um, authentic that you could remove some things. So my final thoughts, I thought it was an okay movie. 
Um, most of my hangups with the movie are not even comparing it to the 1994 movie. A lot of my hangups had to come from being an animation professional and an animation lover. And it would, be, would have been interesting to see the movie through fresh eyes just because some of the things that I didn't like about the movie were in comparison to the 1994 version. But just the overall lack of expression in the characters was just a no for me overall. And I can understand why the Rotten Tomatoes rating is kind of low. I'll be doing another video about how I think some of the animation industry is using 3D wrong. And I think this movie is a great example of that. Animation should be used to do things live action can't do. So when you're trying to be as realistic as possible, you're losing some of the magic that animation provides. And I think some of that animation magic could have been used for the more, the night scenes and darker scenes and should not have been competing with the Battle of Winterfell for the darkest scenes. I feel like they're in an animation, there is just no excuse for that because there are so many things you can do where you can alleviate that darkness. And then with it being animation, there's just so many techniques. And I felt like they did not use 3D properly. They used 3D properly for what they wanted to do, but not for what it could be. My least favorite thing about the movie was that the realism got in the way of a fun movie and hindered the execution of the scenes where the voice actors delivered their lines flawlessly. I think this was very apparent for the characters Zazu, uh, Scar, Rafiki, and the hyenas. My favorite thing about the movie was everything Timon and Pumbaa. Whatever animators did that, kudos to you. Y'all did an awesome job. So let me know what you think about The Lion King 2019. Let me know what you think about what I thought. And I would like you to like so I know it's real. Comment and tell me how you feel. Subscribe to seal the deal and sign up for post notifications to show your zeal. I will see you in the next video.